But generally speaking, we want to avoid tribulation, right? We're trying to, to get rid of it, to not, not find ourselves in trouble and in suffering. But he says, but Paul says, we, we glory in that. In other words, we, we rejoice, just like we rejoice in that future hope. We also rejoice in these present sufferings. Welcome to I Hope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Hello, and welcome back to the I Hope podcast hosted by Open Door Baptist Church. Uh, Pastor Ben back with you uh, studying hope in the book of Romans. And appreciate you joining in and listening. Uh, we're just thankful uh, as a ministry to be able to provide uh, hope to our listeners. And it's not because of anything we have, but we want to point you to the ultimate source of hope, Jesus Christ. And we've been uh, spending this year doing that. We're looking at hope just from a, a number of different books of the Bible. And I'm looking at the book of Romans. And last week uh, we had a, a lesson on uh, looking back at Romans chapter 4. And Abraham and his faith and looking at how hope influenced that faith. Now this week, we're going to look at Romans chapter 5. So the next chapter over, and speaking of last week, we continue to find the theme of justification. So last time I mentioned Paul is writing almost what seems to be a legal treatise or uh, this, this full explanation of the gospel. And as he's writing it, he's talking about being justified, in other words, being declared righteous by God, and then all the benefits of that. So in Romans chapter 5, in verse number 1, he says, therefore, being justified by faith, so there's a reminder, we were made righteous, declared righteous before God, only because of our faith. It was all had to do with the work of Jesus Christ. But being justified by faith, he said, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So because of our justification, ultimately, we've avoided the penalty of hell, which is the ultimate gift. But at the same time, we also have some present gifts. He says, we have peace with God, not just something later, but we have it now through our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse two, he says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. So we also have a place we belong in the presence of God. So we have peace with God and now we have access into the grace of God, being able to stand uh, in the presence of God. And then finally he says, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So now we have, we have joy about the reality of who we are and what our future holds. He says, we rejoice in hope of the glory of God and seeing it uh, become a reality in our lives. So all of that is exciting and it's awesome. And it's this future hope, these, the, this future I'm looking to because of my justification. But he says in verse number three, he says a sentence that doesn't quite sound as exciting as rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. He says in verse three, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. So in verse two, we, we, we are taking joy because of the hope of the future, the glory of God sharing in that glory. And then now verse three, we're also glorying in tribulations. In other words, which is just a Bible word for hard times and difficulty, suffering. That one's a little, a little less exciting, right? From a, 
at first glance, I should say, from a human perspective, we think, how on earth do we glory in tribulations? I mean, that's something we want to avoid, right? Typically in our lives, we're looking, um, obviously, sometimes we make life harder on, our, on ourselves because of our choices. But generally speaking, we want to avoid tribulation, right? We're trying to, to get rid of it, to not, not find ourselves in trouble and in suffering. But he says, but Paul says, we, we glory in that. In other words, we, we rejoice, just like we rejoice in that future hope. We also rejoice in these present sufferings. Now, to, to understand that, again, at first glance, that doesn't make sense. But under, to understand that, we've got to continue to read on. He says, this is why, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Oh, so now he's connecting it. He's not saying we are complete weirdos and we glory in bad things no no no. we're not weird uh we're not pretending this is not fake hope he says no we're, we're going to glory in those things because we know that there's a process there's a god that's working a process and this tribulation it worketh or it brings about patience not a word that i'm an expert on i don't know about you but uh patience patient steadfastness uh, this this ability to understand that God has a plan, that God is working. And he said that that patience produces or brings about experience. Experience. It's, it's always interesting when you're trying to hire somebody or if you're trying to get hired at a job, experience is often just a critical factor, right? And uh, when you're hiring, you you want to know that the person you're hiring has experience. Have they been there before? For me, I, I am someone, I hire teachers. I'm a principal at our school, assistant pastor at our church. But in the school, um, I mean, I, I've hired uh, a number of our, our teachers um, and, you know, aides and uh, just different staff that we have. And I want to know before I put them in a room with children um, that they have experience being around children right and and we think about that the importance of of experience of course we all know the flip side how do you get experience and uh when you don't have any right how do you get your start and so that's always a, a balancing act if you're in in the job world or breaking into the job world but but we see that that idea of experience here as we come back to our passage patience produces experience experience um and it's this this idea this provenness this strength of character this this i've been through this before so so patience allows us to have this ability to get through a difficult time because of remember this is not separated from the work of god because of the work of god because of his presence and his involvement i i can have i have this experience that comes this the strength of character that's in me because of the patience of, of what I've gone through. Hey guys, it's Charlie, and you already know that we don't run any ads, and the only way that we grow this podcast is through word of mouth. So if you wouldn't mind, just ask yourself if someone you know would learn from or enjoy our podcast. And now that you have that someone in your mind, take 30 seconds to hit the three dots at the top of your screen to hit share episode. Text it to him and get back to listening. And then he says, experience. Once I've, once I've seen that I can get through it one time, he says this experience brings hope. Um, and so, so now hope 
is this present reality, not just, it's not just the optimism about the future. And by the way, that is a real hope. He said that in verse number two, I have the hope of the future. Okay. The glory of God. And we are, we can all be grateful for that. That's true. It's important. And I'm not overlooking that at all, but I also want to make sure that I am faithful here to what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, we do have that future hope, but not only so we have present hope, the hope that though it doesn't look as exciting on the outside, hope that I can get through a trial, hope that I have a confident assurance because I've seen God bring me through one trial. I have a hope that he's going to bring me through the next trial and the next trial because I have no idea what life's going to bring my way, right? When I wake up in the morning, I can have my, uh, my iPad calendar for you, whatever you use. Uh, maybe it's just in your head, whatever it is, but we all, we all have a calendar of some sort. We have plans of things we want to accomplish or uh, wish we could accomplish. We have things we believe are going to be true. We believe we're going to be at certain places tonight or later this week, um, you know, next month, next year. But the truth is we don't know. I have no idea what's going to come. No idea what might be around the corner. But I do know the hope is that the God that has brought me through every trial so far is the God that will bring me through that one. The hope then is not some twisted view that, oh, I really like to be, I really like to suffer. No, hope is a confident assurance that God is going to come through. God will do what he said he's going to do. In in our passage, verse four, it says that patience brings experience, experience brings hope. And then verse five, hope maketh not ashamed. In other words, we'll never be embarrassed. When we put our stock there, if you put your stock in certain companies that then later, you know, that were fads at one point, then later fail, that can bring a little bit of shame, right? A little bit of embarrassment. Uh, when you have hope in a person that lets you down, it can bring some embarrassment, right? When we are just propping something up as the ultimate thing and then it doesn't succeed, it doesn't come through, we're embarrassed. And he says here, hope, hope doesn't do that because it's real. It's not just an emotion. It's real. It's based on the character of God. So he says, hope make it not ashamed. It doesn't let you down. Never let you down. He said, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy ghost. Um, he said it, it, this is the reason it's never gonna let you down. God, God floods our heart with his love through the Holy spirit that he's given to us. And so hope is this fresh awareness of the, of the just unimaginable love of God that as I know it, I can trust in that love to get me through difficult times. And that love is always solid. It's always consistent. It is always there. It's been given to me by God. And if I go back to verse number one and two, how did I get it? Right? How did I get that hope? Remember, I was justified by faith. It was the work of Jesus Christ. And then I have this access, but again, by faith, by faith. So by faith is repeated verse one and two. It also says through our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, through something, through a, a spiritual transaction that I didn't earn because of something that is based on the stability of Jesus Christ, I have this current hope and the future hope. I have both and they work together and God works in my life 
so that I can have present hope, so that I can rejoice in tribulation. I still don't want it to come, right? Paul still didn't want it to come. But when it comes, I rejoice that in it, God has a purpose, God has a plan, and God will work. I hope today that you'll join me in, in, in finding hope in that truth. And as we follow the Apostle Paul's example, and ultimately as we look fully on Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for listening uh, to our I Hope podcast. And we sincerely pray that you have a great day. If we can be a help, if we can help you, if you have questions um, about knowing Jesus Christ, if you have questions about uh, a podcast topic or even uh, questions that are unrelated. We want to help you, and uh, we'd love to have you join us for worship this Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.